Hello everyone, Miss Jean here. This summer, there's an amazing event taking place just up the road from where we are in Gillette, Wyoming. It's the International Pathfinder Camboree. Now, the Camboree is an incredible opportunity to exercise your faith and to grow closer to God. And here's some good news. You don't have to wait to exercise your faith until August. There's a Bible study challenge going on right now. It's your chance to study the Bible and earn a free collector's pin too. So join the Bible study challenge today at BibleStudyChallenge.com. Ah, what was that? Who's there? I'm not waiting to find out. Get me out of these woods. Hi, I'm Miss Jean. Join me on a trip to Discovery Mountain, where the air is clear, almost clear enough to hear your imagination, and where every day is an exercise in faith. Join me for today's expedition in Discovery Mountain. Jake Donovan is running, running from something huge. And in just a minute, he'll burst out of the woods and into the town of Discovery Mountain. Now, Jake stumbles into town quite by accident. He's a young man who's afraid of heights, running away to the mountains. Now, there must be a good reason for that. Let's listen and see if we can find out just why Jake is running and who he is running from. Ah, what was that? Who's there? I'm not waiting to find out. Get me out of these woods. Whoa, what is this? I thought I was running away from everything. Looks like a town right here in the middle of nowhere. Huh, who's following me? I can hear you walking. I hear the branches breaking under your feet. What do you want from me? What are you, a deer, a, a moose, maybe? Oh, oh my, you're a hungry little guy, aren't you? Well, little guy, munch away on those leaves, all innocent if you want, but you scared me half to death. Jake sat on a rock, the baby moose calf eating his lunch beside him. Now Jake stretched his aching legs and let his backpack drop with the thud beside him. Behind Jake are miles of wilderness. He'd climbed a long way up the mountains to get away from, well, we'll soon find out, I hope. Now just over the edge and down the mountain, Jake sees the small town of Discovery Mountain. Wow, look at that, that town, it's breathtaking. Is that where you live, little guy? Oh no, I guess you live out here in the wilderness, don't you? I guess that kind of living's for you, not so much for me. You know, running away like this, I haven't had a hot meal or a hot shower in three days. Hey, the clearing in the trees kind of reminds me of the smooth icing on top of a birthday cake. Mm. Oh, and the cabins, they're like decorations. Yum. I'm getting hungry. 
On each side of the town, the tall green trees sway in the breeze. And behind the cluster of cabins with green roofs and the little lake nestled in the grassy meadow, a blue-gray mountain with a snowy white peak forms a pretty backdrop. Jake doesn't realize it yet, but Discovery Mountain isn't just any town. It's a special place where the air is clear, clear enough that sometimes you can hear your imagination. Discovery Mountain is made up of special people, too. People from all corners of the earth end up here, and all for a reason. Oh, I hope that guy didn't see me. I'd better get back behind those trees. Hey, it looks like there's a store on that little lake. Wonder if they have organic trail mix. Well, my supplies are running low and my stomach sure is growling. Who's there? Oh, it's just you again, Moosey. You know, you've got to quit sneaking up on me like that. All right, Jake, you're officially out of your tree. Now get moving. That whistler's coming your way. Watch yourself, Jake, or he'll spot you. Quick, into the trees. Jake dives back into the safety of the trees, and his new little moose friend runs off to find her mother. Meanwhile, the whistler that worried Jake? Well, that's Mr. George Simon. He's a pretty important person in Discovery Mountain. And right now, he is walking around the outside of his store. Now, don't worry, we'll visit the store soon. He's walking outside and around to the big cargo bay at the back of the store. He's there to visit someone. Well, hello there, old girl. How are you feeling today? You look like you could use some fresh air. After that long winter, you're probably ready to feel the fresh spring air rush into your face. Ah, the forget-me-nots are blooming. The spring air smells as fresh as the kiss of an angel. Yeah, I know, I look like I could use some fresh spring air myself. I just don't feel the spring in my step that I once did. I suppose the years show on both of us. Now, let me take a look, give you a quick checkup. As Mr. Simon gives his friend a checkup, he thinks about his family making their way up the mountain to visit him. Mr. Simon, or Grandad as Jamie calls him, thinks about the spring weather and hopes that the rain stays away long enough that Jamie and her mom have a safe trip. After all, this isn't just any old visit. Jamie and her mom are moving to Discovery Mountain, and Mr. Simon has a surprise for them. Mom, the road is getting even windier. I can't read anymore, and Gadget's starting to feel sick. Really, Jamie? Gadget's getting a little sick? Gadget doesn't feel sick on car rides. He lives for them. Now close your book and look around. We're almost there. The river is moving pretty fast. Mom, I thought you said you and Daddy used to float on this river and talk all afternoon long when you were dating. Well, yeah, in the late summer we did. But right now, it's spring, and all the snow is melting off the mountains and running into the river. 
and the spring thunderstorms don't help. Thunderstorms? Oh yes, every spring like clockwork. Not all the snow's melted. The mountain peaks are still white. Well, yeah, they actually stay white all year long. Mom, did Daddy really like growing up here in Discovery Mountain? Will everything be as perfect as Daddy made it sound? All I can see for miles on either side of the road are trees. Nothing but trees. Well, you've moved enough times to know better. Nowhere's perfect. Discovery Mountain will be a good place for the two, I mean three of us. We can be with Granddad while Daddy is deployed overseas, and it'll almost be like Daddy is with us. Almost like he's with us, Gadget. Except he's in the Middle East doing his chaplain stuff while we're here in the middle of nowhere. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Granddad anyway, and I can't wait to finally meet Blue Birdie. Granddad told me all about her. Look, the sign for Discovery Mountain. We're here. Um, yay? Mom, is this the whole town? Well, just about. We're on Main Street right now. Discovery Mountain Academy. Please tell me that isn't my new school. Well, yes. Isn't it cute? You're going to love it. Back behind us is... Mom, watch out! There's someone walking right in front of you. Whoa, that was close. What was he doing walking in the middle of the road like that? If we were at home in the city, he would have been hit for sure. Jamie, this is not the city. People are more relaxed here, and this is home now. Relaxed enough to wander across the street into oncoming traffic? Well, I'm wide awake now. Hey, there's the sign. Discovery Mountain Camp. Mom, I can't believe we're here. I've heard stories about this place my whole life. This camp is the whole reason you and your sister exist. Why, if I hadn't come here as a camp counselor when I was 18, I never would have met your father. And then just think of all the life adventures we would have missed. <laughs> Mom, I know the story about you and Dad meeting at camp. You've told it to Natasha and me a thousand times. And now she's at college and I'm alone to listen to the story again. <laughs> Sorry, Gadget, not all alone. I still have you, of course. Would you just look at this place? I love Discovery Mountain. It feels like home. Jamie and Simon, where do you think you're going? I'm going to find Granddad. You've never been here before. How? I'll just listen for his whistle. <laughs> well, that probably will work. Okay, Gadget, let me open the door for you. You better keep an eye on her. As Jamie and Gadget look for Mr. Simon, Jake's rumbling stomach reminds him that he might be running away from something big. But right now, what he really needs is food. I am so hungry. But I need to get away from this town. I'm pretty sure that Whistler saw me. What is this place doing way up here anyway? So much for escaping to the wilderness. Maybe I've been wandering out here for too long. I've started talking to myself. Uh, I need some trail mix. Granddad, I knew if I walked around, I'd hear your whistle. Well, well, a whistler has a name, huh? Granddad. I'd better scoot before the kid decides to explore these here woods. But first, trail mix. Well, where there are people, there are usually stores. Maybe I'll hang around just long enough to refill my supplies. I'm sick of the woods at night. Every sound is like my thoughts are chasing me. No matter how far I go, I can't leave it. I can't leave him behind. Uh, before anything else, I need to log my discovery of this town. 
Let's see, still 38% power. Huh. These laptop batteries really last. What if I could recharge them in town? Expedition log. Day number three of my wilderness trek. Remaining food supplies. One and one-third baggies of trail mix. Three slightly squished protein bars. One badly bruised apple. And one bag of granola. Delete. One quarter bag of granola. I just found the most unusual town. The town appears to be perfectly pleasant and built around some sort of summer camp. Ugh. The unusual thing is that it's here in the middle of nowhere. Who would ever choose to live here? How did they ever find it in the first place? Uh, I may go in for supplies. Pray I go undetected. Jacob P. Donovan, signing off. Gadget, come back here. I don't want to lose you on the first day here. Whoa, Gadget, get back here. Stay away from that guy. You'll wake him up. Good boy, Gadget. Who is that? Funny place to take a nap. Looks like he fell asleep with his fingers still on his keyboard. I wonder if he knows where he is. We better go tell Granddad he's got someone sleeping in his backyard. Will Jake wake up and escape before Jamie tells Granddad about him? Or will he be discovered? Keep listening. We'll find out right after this short break on Discovery Mountain. Hello, I'm George Swanson. I play Mr. Simon here on Discovery Mountain. In real life, I work for the Voice of Prophecy, the ministry that brings you this program. The Voice of Prophecy has been around for a long time, more than 85 years. And this program is just one of several that we have available right now or are planning to roll out in the near future. I invite you to listen to our flagship program called Disclosure, hosted by Sean Boonstra. Disclosure is a one-hour program featuring relevant topics for today. You can listen to Disclosure on all of the major podcast platforms, on iHeartRadio, and online at DisclosureRadio.com. You fed your kids spiritually. Now take a little time for you. That's DisclosureRadio.com. Jake is running away from something. He's just discovered an unusual little town in the middle of the forest. Now he doesn't know it yet, but he's in Discovery Mountain, a special town that has a way of bringing to it just the right people. Now Jake fell asleep while writing his expedition log, just in time for Gadget and Jamie to spot him. Now will he be discovered or will he escape back into the trees? 
Yes, Jamie, what is There's it? There's a guy in your backyard. A guy? Hmm, that sounds mysterious. I wonder what kind of guy. Well, he's young, like, I don't know, barely older than a teenager. He's got black hair and glasses, and he smells weird, like he hasn't showered in days. Gadget found him probably by the smell. I see. Sounds like the young man I saw sitting on a rock on the edge of the woods this morning. What is this guy up to in my backyard? Well, he's a sleeve. Let's go take a look. Meanwhile, Jake startled himself awake with one of his snores, packed up his backpack, and headed back into the forest. When Jamie, Gadget, and Granddad arrived outside, he was nowhere to be seen. He was right there, Granddad. See, he left behind trash. An empty baggie? Smells like trail mix. Yeah, he may be just a hiker on his way to the state campgrounds way over yonder. It happens once in a while. Backyards in Discovery Mountain don't exactly have fences like the ones in the city. Hard to tell sometimes where the wilderness stops and my yard begins. Come on, let's go back to the cabin. I want to hear all about your trip up here. Well, okay. My trip, it was pretty boring, really. Hey, we finally made it. Give me a hug. Ah, Shelly, I'm so happy to see you. Now, I know you two are ready and willing to move in with me, dear old granddad, but I have a surprise for you. Come on, follow me up front. What's the surprise? You'll see in just a minute. Now, come on, turn around so that you're facing my cabin. You too, Gadget. Now, look to your right. What do you see? An old cabin. From the looks of it, I'd say it's 110 years old. Jamie, that's the Finnegan's cabin, the sweetest couple. She used to make cookies and invite your daddy and me over to eat and talk. Let me guess, the summer you went to camp here and you and daddy started dating? Well, before we stray too far down memory lane, yes, this was the Finnegan's cabin, but they can't make the trip up here anymore. His hip, her heart, well, the short version of the story is that I bought the cabin from them last week. Furniture and all. And I'm giving it to you. I want you to be comfortable while my son is overseas. It's the least I could do for his family. He is following the Lord's call to go all the way over there to minister to those young folks and, well, you know. Oh, you are wonderful. And you are our family. I can't wait to fix up the cabin. Is there a fabric store in town? I'll need to make new curtains, and I'll definitely need to rip out that old sink. Together with Gadget at their heels, Jamie and her mom carried boxes and suitcases up the creaking old cabin stairs and inside. The cabin's dark wood walls and floors were worn and scratched, but everything smelled like pine trees. Jamie claimed the bed in the little loft area above the kitchen, and her mom found a faded tablecloth in a kitchen drawer and spread it out over the low kitchen table. The sun sat behind the mountain as they nibbled on sandwiches, the last of their food supplies from their road trip. It was their first family dinner in Discovery Mountain. Well, just like clockwork, there is our evening spring thunderstorm. Jamie, have you found your suitcase yet in that pile of stuff we carried in from the car? Yeah, I managed to carry it up the ladder into the loft. I haven't unpacked yet, but I have all day tomorrow to do that, right? Don't you start your new job at the hospital tomorrow? I do, and I guess you could unpack then. Hand me your plate and I'll wash it up. 
Mom, do you mind if I went over to Granddad's for a while? I'll take Gadget. Sure, you can go. But come give me a kiss. By the time you get back, I'll be sound asleep. Don't forget to brush your teeth and say your prayers. Oh, your dad is calling from overseas. Gotta go. Hi, honey. How is everything in the war zone? Oh, fine. I miss you, though. How was your trip up the mountain? Good night, Mom. I love you. Well, hello, neighbor. Everything all right over at your new old cabin? Yeah, everything's great, but I should have put a coat on. That rain is coming down in buckets. Yeah, give Gadget a towel off, would you? I don't want him shaking that all over the furniture. Did you come over for a visit or hot cocoa? How about both? Eh, pull a stool up to the kitchen counter. I'll put the kettle on. You're looking awfully grown up, you know, girl. Just now, for a split second, I thought you were Natasha. Here, catch. You better wrap this towel around your hair. You're dripping all over my clean floor. Granddad, no, I'm not perfect older sister Natasha. I'm still just nerdy little Jamie. But even though Natasha's in college now, I am taller than she is. Taller? Well, she can't be too pleased about having her little sister tower over her. Well, I know Natasha isn't perfect. I remember a story or two from when you two were just wee little things. How many places have you visited us? Oh, boy. I've lost track. There's been when you were born. I visited you in the hospital. That was in the city. Then your parents moved to the West Coast, and I remember you were living in that rectangular white house with the gray shutters. You and Natasha had pet turtles that year. Then... Granddad, we had Mary and Lincoln, the turtles, the year we lived in the yellow house in the middle of the cornfield. Well, there have been so many. I get them all jumbled up in my memory. I wonder why we've never visited you here in Discovery Mountain before. I guess it's just one of those things. I was always happy to hop on my plane and come see you wherever you were. Your mom and dad are busy enough without having to find the time to come see me. But I'm sure glad you're here now. It would be harder for me to come see you nowadays. Ooh, this is good. It tastes different from regular hot cocoa. It's my specialty. A splash of peppermint is the secret ingredient. Don't tell anyone at the store. They've been trying to figure it out for years. Hey, Jamie, can't be easy to have your dad gone again, but you and your mom are going to fit in just fine in Discovery Mountain. But how can you be so sure? Well, this little town seems to bring people to it who need to be here, starting with me. Back, oh, you know, a hundred years ago. You're not that old. <laughs> you know, the young man we found napping in the backyard earlier, he may be just a passing hiker or... Or what? Or God may have just led him here. That happens a lot in this town. We'll wait and see if he reappears, I suppose. That will be the answer. Do you think that God brought Mom, Gadget, and me here to Discovery Mountain? Jamie, I am absolutely sure about that. Well, I'm not absolutely sure yet. Granddad, look, Gadget fell asleep in front of your fireplace. Ah, he looks cozy. He can stay here for the night. I'll walk him back to you in the morning. You, young lady, you'd better head home and climb into bed. It's been a long day. Discovery Mountain will be here for you to explore tomorrow. All right. Good night, Granddad. 
Thank you for the hot cocoa and the visit. Jamie hugged her granddad tight and felt happy when he smiled down at her, his gentle blue eyes crinkling around the edges. You can keep the towel till tomorrow. Boy, it's pouring out there. I hope wherever that young man is, he's found shelter for the night. Where did Jake go for the night? Is he stranded in the thunderstorm? Well, join us again next time on Discovery Mountain to find out just how this expedition continues. Now for a behind-the-scenes peek of today's episode with Director Doug. Hi, I'm Director Doug. I'm the director for Discovery Mountain. Was this your first visit to Discovery Mountain right along with Jake and Jamie? When I read the script for the very first episode of Discovery Mountain, I could imagine the whole place in my mind and wished I could visit. How much did you learn about the Simon family in this episode? Here's a test. What is the name of the oldest sister in this family? Hint, it isn't Jamie. Send us a message if you know the answer. I'm Miss Jean, and you've been listening to Discovery Mountain, where the air is clear, clear enough to hear your imagination, and where every day is an exercise in faith. To listen to other episodes and to send us a message, visit us at discoverymountain.com or write to us at Discovery Mountain, P.O. Box 999, Loveland, Colorado, 80539. And in Canada, write to Box 2127, Oshawa, Ontario, L1H7V4. This is a production of The Voice of Prophecy. Join us again next time here at Discovery Mountain. Thank you.